Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the On My Block podcast. I am your host, Mike Wall. Amon will not be joining us today. By the way, I saw Nick Lucci on the uh, beginning of this little intro we do. Nick Lucci, man, the luchador. Nick Lucci was like a 200, and he'll get mad at me if I say it, like 290-pound fullback. I mean, an absolute savage. And one hell of a chess player, to, honestly. But AG's moving to Houston. Moving his family out to Houston, I think, as we speak. So, safe travels to you, my friend. We got a lot to talk about. We just had the Packers' first preseason game where they defeated the Joe Burrowless Cincinnati Bengals 36 to 19. Not much of a game. Uh, you can take some stuff out of it, though. We'll try to we'll, we'll grab a little film, watch at it. But first things first, thanks to our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, football, esports, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get into the action. Remember, use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-A-E-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online when the game starts. There's two things that are going on there. One, I saw Bet Online on a La Liga game in Spain yesterday. Didn't know they were international. Pretty cool. I got to get part of the casino deal because I love playing card games. I, I've lived in Vegas during my playing days in the off season. I love playing card games. I got to get on that. If anybody has any experience with that, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, listen, so the Bengals, we we come out to this game. The Bengals are not playing with Joe Burrow. This is They're not going to play with a lot of their starters. It's interesting. It's always interesting to see because the Bengals are are further ahead right now than the Packers, right? They've got their quarterback, who's, in my opinion, the second-best quarterback in the league. They've got a great defense. Um, they've obviously got the, a trio of wide receivers. they got some weapons. they running back Joe Mixon. The only thing that really they can't figure out is the offensive line, and they've put they put resources into it. They certainly they did again this offseason, picking up Orlando Brown Jr., who I don't think is a great tackle, but is a great teammate and a, a good tackle but is the kind of guy you want on your football team. And I think he's going to go a long way to help that team. But it's interesting because, you know, are you going to play your starters? How much are you going to play? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is playing in the preseason. Does that mean everybody should be playing? Like if Pat's not playing, I mean, if if Patrick Mahomes is playing, why isn't, you know, Trey Henderson out there playing against our, 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 uh, Zach Tom or, or, or Sam Hubbard playing against Zach Tom, excuse me. And and then Henderson playing against Josh last week and DJ reader and and Ellen Jenkins. Why, you know, they, they get this, opportunity to play against each other during the week where it's a controlled environment something we talked about last week it's a much better situation for the coaching staff it's probably a much worse situation for the players because they got to see them multiple times instead of just one day but now you get these games where yeah we put out our, our first team offense um against our second team it looks pretty good we score a touchdown on the second drive things are looking pretty well we'll go into the tape a little bit there's some guys that really did play well uh we got to see are a lot of the players on our first team defense. Kenny Clark wasn't there. Rashawn Gary's obviously coming back. I heard he got in, in the, at least into like stretch lines or something this week. So that's positive. Joe Alexander, a lot of the guys on the back end maybe aren't necessarily going to get the reps that that you you know as you expect. Vonder Campbell, I think played a series. 
But it's football. I mean, it's listen. It's what else is going on on TV? Like I'm, I sit there and watch it. I, I sit there and complain about preseason football, and then you know I just sit there and watch it because it's football and I love it. Uh, one thing that I thought was awesome, and I'll just put it up right now. What the hell? One thing I thought was awesome is you look at this, okay? And the first thing you see is you line up at the end zone copy, and you see Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave in. We're in 21 personnel, and that's how we're going to start the 2023 NFL season. Preseason, I don't care. First play, we get two tight ends, young guys. These are the guys that are going to be involved in the offense. I'm so excited to see how we use them. You see the speed of Musgrave. Um, these guys have a long way to go as far as being NFL-ready tight ends. They're willing blockers. They're not good. Uh, Musgrave is uh, – He's not lighting anybody up in the run game yet. But listen, it just all this stuff takes time. Play speed, all this stuff just takes time. And what is exciting about watching the offense, and we'll just start going through it. Let's just go through it now. What's exciting about the offense, I'm just going to throw, throw uh, plays out from the first two series, is you can see how we're going to use 21 personnel. You can see how Matt LaFleur is going to change this offense to make it a little more user-friendly for a first-year quarterback and an offensive line that's blocking for a first-year quarterback. Zach Tom uh, is now, if he's not the starting right tackle, he's going to start on this team at one of these positions. I just... He continues to impress me. He looks bigger. I think he's gained 10, 15 pounds. He looks good. Hands are great. He's really good with footwork. I'm excited about I Jordan Love, you know, listen, he had a good start. I, I don't have his numbers off the top of my head. They scored the second in the drive. Listen, he played well. There's some throws here that you wish he would have gotten. There's some things he can get better at. Big deal. First preseason game. I'm not expecting him to be a Pro Bowl player. I'm expecting some of these other guys to bring him up. I think the offensive line is going to have a bounce back year. I think Zach Tom being in there, I was just really excited about the way he played in particular. Um, and I'm just super excited about these tight ends, man. I just think, again, we talk about it all the time. The pendulum just swings from one side to the other. Linebackers, they're smaller now. You can get in, We can get more out of the run game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun year. Let's check this out. Okay, so let's start with the offense. So we got in 21. And Elgin Jenkins is not like he doesn't always necessarily have the best like technique, but man, he's just a, he's just a big, good old, strong athlete, just a bad dude, man. You just watch him here, like not there's nothing like I'm not teaching that, right? I'm not teaching him to take two in the chest and and kind of spread his feet out, but he just gets it done. He's just a really really good football player. Now, I love John Runyon's body position right here. As you punch and extend, you see his hands are inside. I love – Zach Tom's got great knee and hip bend. That's probably what we like about him. When you, when you watch him, even when he was 295 pounds, you just go, man, he's got, he's got great knee and hip bend. He's able to move and navigate. What he has is great inside hand placement, especially this game. You see him come back here and bang down on the three technique. Easy throw. I, th I think this was to Christian Watson early. We're back to the next play here. So – he checks over. Maybe it's a fake check. Maybe it's not. But we're in a mirrored. We're in a mirrored concept here, right? So he could check to either side, even though this is a keep pass. But I want you to notice under center plays are going to be a hallmark of this team, because under center plays 
allow better run sell. First, first of all, if you're going to run block, doesn't matter the offensive line whether you're under center or not. But if you're going to sell the run, whether it's a keep, whether it's a play action pass, life is a lot better if that quarterback's going to turn his back to the line. Okay, there's two things. One keeps the defense honest on the fir- on the initial line of scrimmage. Those defenders have to play the run. Their first step, they have to be looking in the backfield. They can't just attack with their best pass rush move. Okay, that helps everybody. You're going to see later on in this game, the flow of the linebackers is greatly influenced when you do middle or outside zone footwork by the running back when the quarterback is under center. And then the last thing is, this is a much easier read for the quarterback when he comes out of this, whether it's a keep pass, whether it's just an under center play action, a la middle zone like Peyton Manning used to do. When you turn your back and you turn back around, it stops mattering as much whether they're in cover six, cover one, cover three. You start picking out spots. You have a read progression. You go through it, bang, bang, bang. You're out of there. It becomes very simplistic compared to some of the complexity that we see in other offenses, all of Tom Brady, all, all sometimes Aaron Rodgers back in the day because of what he's able to process now at, at 40 years old. So we see checks over. We go under center. We bring Musgrave over. And this is just everybody gets excited about this. Like, no, every tight end on the planet is going to outrun this corner when the corner is going the wrong direction, but you do get to see the athleticism and speed. So we'll just take it for what it is. Okay. I hope we see a fullback in the national football league and the green Bay Packers national football. I hope Will Henderson comes back or, or the luchador, Nick, Nick Lucci. I one of the John Kuhn guys, this is like the best position in football. This is a dude who just loves contact. Bring back the fullback. We have a fullback now on the roster. Uh, Deguara's moved that way, but we also have Henry Pearson, who actually does get lit up a little bit on this play right here. But I don't care; he's a rookie. I want, I want all you can eat for for the uh, the fullback position. They're running counter trap here, a little bit different. So they want to crash down with the tackle on the tight end play side. They want to kick out with the fullback, which is actually a really hard thing to do. A lot of teams instead would bring the guard. We used to bring the guard and have the guard kick out on a counter gap look and then have the fullback lead through because that's just a tough block. The defensive end on a fullback with not a, not a big head start, that's a tough block. You see it's a tough block here with this, uh, with this rookie. We get a couple yards. Really, Yash doesn't do a good job. Yash is too high to contact. We're talking about number 73. Everybody else kind of gets it done here. But you see Musgrave and, and Yash, they come down. So Yash is too high right there. We got the brace up. And now you got to stay on. Musgrave's like the most important thing whenever you're playing. You'd ideally like to get this to go vertical on your third step. So you're pushing, you guys are kind of working on the same level in the same direction. Because right now, if Musgrave tries to rise up for the linebacker, Yash is automatically in a poor position just because they're going kind of diagonally instead of vertically, right? He can't get his head back across. He's in a bad body position anyways. So AJ does a good job of kind of working what he can get here. But you see that three-take night tries to fall off and make get into that play. So we got a three-by-one. Now this is the play that everybody's looking at. Great play by the safety. And like, oh, he should have held his eyes longer, blah, blah, blah. Look, here's what happened, okay? This is pretty simple. There is a red line on every practice field in the NFL, probably in college and even in high school, okay? And the red line is about halfway between the numbers and the sideline. 
And if a wide receiver gets on top of his DB, he has to get back to that red line. Why? Because all the space between the sideline and the red line that I have on the screen, that's for the quarterback to throw the ball away from the safety. Okay. But when he launches this ball, you can see Watson's like three yards too close to the sideline. Right. You got to get back on top. You got to climb back up. Even if the ball's in the air, you got to climb back up top on this thing. Okay. And now he's able to throw over his left shoulder and not down into his right shoulder. So the throw could be a little bit better. This is a great play by the safety, regardless. Great play by the safety. Throw could be a little bit better. We want to see Watson get back on top of this, press up to that, that red line so we can now get that over the shoulder on the left side of the shoulder, away from the safety, away from the corner, okay? So this, look, if these hit, they look amazing. If they don't hit, you go, nice try here to play again. It really says nothing about the quality of the quarterback, the wide receiver, or anything. Okay, interesting play here. So they, they switched this to like a cover one. Well, single high safety. And they're kind of showing it early. Again, not the Bengals starting defense. These guys aren't great. So you see they're showing blitz. They got two linebackers up in the each A gap. We got the safety back, and we're, we're highlighting these two because they're going to be responsible for the crosser, which is our inside slot receiver on the three-by-one side. <clears throat> As this linebacker drops, this is kind of the play that everybody's talking about with Jordan Love. All right, this is the one we want wanted back. So as we drop... For whatever reason, I don't know if the safety is reading eyes. Jordan is a good – if that's the case, then Jordan Love's doing a great job of holding that safety with his eyes. Now, the problem, just so everybody knows, when the linebacker drops – so you, you're in the A-gap, okay? And now you've got to drop back at the snap, and you have to kind of reorient yourself. And it sounds easy, but it's not. And now you got to figure out, okay, it's a three-by-one. You know somebody's coming across. You see you, – you check out the outside on your right. You know that they're going deep. So somebody's got to be coming across. He's just reading the quarterback's eyes instead of trying to figure out who's coming across here. They both get beat. And we missed this throw. And this is one of those throws that if we start making these, first of all, if a guy gets this wide open, you got to hit him. Fair enough. But if you're in situations because of the threat of the run game, because of um, the, the threat of Watson on the outside and that safety having to hold high, like you have a lot of opportunities to hit these deep crossers because of the speed of Watson. That's something that opens up for these tight ends. This is going to be a big play during the season. We'll hit this one another time. What I love is Zach Tom. First of all, Zach, again, he looks bigger to me. I'm never thrilled with this, the set here because you get vertical on two. But what you got to love, because these guys, look, these aren't starting defensive linemen. If you're playing, it's, you know, Hubbard over there, or Henderson comes over, like he's got a problem. He's going to do this. But look at the hands. He's so good. Look at hands tight, man. That's like clinic right there. I mean, if I put on a clinic tape on how to win with your hands, you know, you want to punch and extend a little bit more, obviously. But you're talking about hands tight. You know, they can talk about all these hey, I, all these defensive linemen doing these chop clubs and they got these double swipes, blah, blah, blah. Bro, if you get your hands inside, it's wrap, okay? I can be standing on one toe off balance. If I get a hand on that in, inside shoulder pad, wrap city, okay? You put that handlebar out and I grab it. It's over. Good job by everybody else. John running here doing a good job on the bull, right? You got to somebody's got the tough block. And it's going to be the, the right guard here against the defensive tackle who's just going to give him a big old bull rush on a drop, on a five step drop. Great job. Good pocket. Opportunity to make a play here. 
So we got the next drive, next series. You're going to see this a lot. You're going to see Musgrave hipped off, off the line of scrimmage of Zach Tom. And as you go through this, if you're a fan watching at home, as you go through the tape and you're, or you're just watching live, watch the tight end. The tight end more often than not when he's hipped off, you're going to kind of understand what the play probably is. In other words, if he's close to the line of scrimmage or close to the heels of the tackle, he's probably staying on that side. If he's away from the tackle or if he's off the line of scrimmage, he's probably going backside on one of those split split flow plays. Why? Because if he's too close, he gets into the tackle's way. The tackle, the, the offensive line coach yells at him. Da, 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 da. We get into one of those things. Okay. But be, when he's squared up, when he's off the ball and he's away from that tackle, there's a better than average chance that they're doing something different. You see the jet sweep here. This is another thing that bringing in Jalen Reed, having some speed on the outside. So why do we, why why is this why is Musgrave kind of showing you anything here? Well, he's got a good split. Okay, so you put that guy out in space. He's going to step down, and as soon as he steps down that defensive end reads, if he hesitates for a second, we got a fast player getting on the jet sweep. What I wanted to watch really here is the backside, Zach Tom and, and uh, John Runyon Jr. Now, what you have to understand is Again, Amon and I, when we're sitting here, we go, oh, my God. Are they going to run the ball with six players in the box? Like, we could do this. all. Amon, Amon literally would have averaged like eight yards a carry if we would have got six players in the box all the time. I don't even – I don't understand how people don't average more yards per carry, honestly, in this day and age. However, watch this backside block. Zach's got a great first step. You see there – he's really – following John Rennie Jr. John's doing a great job here. Second step down, staying square to the line of scrimmage and trying to get that vertical push up to the second level. Even though this is a jet sweep, this is like, it's like a good practice rep, okay? Same thing with the center and the left guard here. These are good practice reps. You want to see, you know, shoulder to shoulder or in the case of the backside, sometimes you're trying to trying to jam your helmet in between that right guard and the defensive tackle. So I just love the way that these guys are coming off Early in this game, early in the preseason, you just see they're marrying up pretty well. Good things ahead. Now, this is the uh, screenplay, and this is where Musgrave's bad blocking kind of gets the better of him because he just gets smoked here. And then when you, sh when you like try to outside grab him and throw the guy, you throw him right into the damn line of the quarterback. Okay. If you could sit there and like, two-hand punch, punch him outside or punch him inside and not just literally throw him towards the direction of the quarterback because you're trying to you're trying to grab him outside hands, you probably get this play off. And if you do, you got two dudes out there. I mean, this this could have been a home run play, okay? And you can say, well, Jordan can throw it this way, throw it that way. The truth is Musgrave's got to do a better job of helping his quarterback, making that lane clear by not throwing the guy directly behind him. It's just little things. I, I look at little details. It has no impact on the play. You got double A gap. Look. Everybody's in good body position. Myers is going to go to the left side. So the right guard, right tackle are on their own. And it's just a simple switch off. And it doesn't even matter in the context of the play. 
But John Rennan Jr. and Zach Tom coming back the way he stays square so he can come back towards the line of scrimmage and attack this so we can, we can actually bump this off pretty well. It's just like it doesn't make a big difference in this play, but it's a big deal. And you got to be excited about it if, if you're a fan, if you're a coach, if you're a player. Okay, so I'll show this right now just so you can see the tight end. So you can see the tight end here is split off of the right tackle. He's back and he, like he's away from him. So in other words, he's away from him because he's going to come split flow. He's going to come downhill. Okay. So just start. If you want to do something while you're watching at home, always kind of take a look at this and see if you can figure out if you know the play is going to be split flow or not. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to have to do a, a keep pass or anything, but this does kind of indicate that. So you go split flow. AJ does a really good job here. I think I highlighted the center and the right guard. John Rennie Jr. and Myers do a really good job, again, of just – and John's too high, and he kind of false steps into this. But, I mean, from a process standpoint, I got a lot to say about how they did this. But they did move these bodies, create a great lane. Josh Myers really does the job here, if we just back this up one sec. Josh Myers really does the job coming off in the second hit. Bang! Knocks him off the ball, creates that little lane for uh, – for AJ to get through. That was awesome. I get fired up when people move move, move humans on uh, run blocks, man. God, I hope we run the ball a lot this year. Under center, again, run, pass, play action. This is this is a this is going to be such a powerful concept. Like the the playbook is like if it just said like under center play action, I would be like, put four gold stars on that thing, man. It's gonna be gold. Under center play action. Okay, this is an interesting one. So everyone's going to say, oh, okay, great play. But check this out. He's on the nine. We're talking about Dobbs now, right? Dobbs is on the nine here. Okay? Now, where he catches this ball, if he stays on the nine, doesn't come back towards the line of scrimmage, and he catches this in stride, is he getting in? Probably. He probably, because the, the, the corner... That's covering the outside receiver has his back turn. He's got to make one man miss, right? And if he's catching this in stride and he's already got he's got an extra yard and a half here, it's going to be a close play on the goal line. I think I might have this play on the uh, end zone copy. And what it really comes down to is is Love's got to be ready to throw. Like if this is Rogers, he's throwing this ball. Bop, ball's gone. Okay. Love, he's got to pump. He's got to mess around with his feet. And now it's not that the window's gone, but as far as getting this guy in stride, getting it to him early, happens a little faster. Maybe he doesn't have to fall down and make that, you know, make that happen, but it doesn't matter because a couple of plays later, we go under center again. And we're just in a we're in a a three by one, two tight ends here on the left. So run formation under center. Again, you just see what happens. This is what I love. You go under center. We don't get much of a rush. Drops it in the bucket. Great play. Great way to finish up. If I show this, yeah. So we'll look at Zach Tom again. We can look at anybody. Everybody does a good job this, this uh, first two series. But we're looking at Zach Tom again. This is the power of being under center. You got two tight ends against. So you got 21 personnel. Lined up on the line of scrimmage. Run formation. Close splits by the wide receivers. 
And Zach does a great job of... It's not that he's showing run, okay? But his pad level stays down, right? He's he's still in a good body lean. So if he had his hands up a little higher, as this guy comes off, he's looking at him like, okay, I don't really have a lot to hit. Shoulder pads, helmet. If he had his hands in tight like he should, there's really nowhere to go. He does a great job of this because he's a natural bender. So as he continues to improve, he can punch and get this guy away. But there's just nothing to bother this this uh, Jordan Love. There's just nothing bothering him here. That's a fantastic job. Let's look at the defense. I wanted to point out a couple guys on defense in particular uh, today. And first of all, I think TJ Slayton, I don't know how many snaps he had, but he was dominant in this game. Uh, here's, some, here's a fun thing for O-line coaches, anybody who's watching who wants to watch O-line. If you see a guy do that with his hands are up like he's going to play patty cake with his four-year-old daughter, uh, get him off the field if you value your quarterback's life because this dude is about to get somebody hurt. All right, you, There's nothing you can do there that is going to uh, inflict any pressure or pain on Preston Smith. Now, Preston goes runs the corner, and this guy is not giving up a sack because of this play, but you see he's definitely beat. This is just a matter of time kind of deal. Like, I'm beat. It's just whether the quarterback gets rid of the ball or not. I thought everybody else did a good job here. I'm talking about the Bengals offensive line of holding off. There's a pocket to throw in. This quarterback makes a mistake first play of the season. I know it's not Joe Burrow. This guy's not going to play again anyways, but Nixon comes in here and makes a play. We look at the next the next play here. And I just like how everybody's being physical at the line of scrimmage. Right? Let's just celebrate it. Obviously, Preston does a good job. You know who I thought was pretty good? was Colby Wooden. Now, he's in there right now. Uh, rookie player. Plays a little bit high still. We talked about this with Devontae Wyatt last year. Plays a little bit high, so he's going to have to figure that out. But he's got good feet. He's got good footwork. He moves around pretty well. So you still want to see Quay just attack that guard, man. Like, don't try to wrestle with him or any BS, man. Stick your two hands in his chest. Same foot, same shoulder. Pop and remove the guy. But we do create a pile here. Slayton gets in on this play. Slayton played he played really well. Now, this is a play from Devontae Wyatt. You go, man, they can't gift wrap this easy any, anymore for you. The, the, the center just snaps the ball for no damn reason. Nobody even figures it out. The quarterback's shocked. He's hurt. We got uh, <laughs> we got Justin Hollins coming making a play because uh, he's drifting to his left, but but Devontae back, you know, Devontae, unfortunately, slips and falls. He had a free shot. Second series, we got a little movement up front. TJ Slayton comes across the center's face, really gums this up. And then I think because of, I think, the, I think Wyatt here sheds the block and gets into this tackle. Love the way he do it because this isn't something we saw a lot of last year. Okay. So if we're looking for improvement, by number 95, okay? Tackle comes down. He sinks his hips right there. He's got leverage. Inside hands. He's able to shed and get right into this play. Justin, Holl Justin Hollins makes plays. You know, he's just a, he's a football player. I don't know if he's going to be splashy. I don't know if he's going to be a starter or a star, but he is a damn football player, and he can play on this team. Look at Slayton. Slayton just overwhelms the center. And... 
you know, it's something so simple. We teach all of this you know, special moves and this here, if you can get your first step in the ground and win with your hands and then have you, and you we win with your hands and your hips, I call it hips to hands punching and then follow with your feet. You're going to win a lot against some players in this league. Cause we already know the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals, first team, second team, their footwork's not great, right? Like they haven't really developed these guys very well. So there's opportunities here. Bang. Gets in on play. I didn't go through every play here. No, they got a first down. So one of my favorite guys on this football team, Isaiah McDuffie from last season, comes in and gets a nice shot. Quarterback sticks in here and makes a good play, actually. Now, what you'd like to see, talking about the rookie now, Wooden. He does a great job there of wiping because he's just got to get into that a gap okay now right here don't spin don't spin double down dip your shoulder or stiff arm this guy you have his chest push him into that back into that b and you take the shot okay because you, you've done everything you need to do the guy's in trouble you've got that length if you just push your extend your left arm don't spin you don't need to spin no spinning around the quarterback only bull rushes Spin at the line of scrimmage, or I don't know, but only bull rushes uh, from now on. No spinning. Good throw and catch. And now we got Lucas Van Ness over here, number 90. Listen, kid's got a long way to go, okay? Moves are a little bit deliberate. You can kind of tell what he's going to do in his stance. Strong, good athlete, good motor, a lot of upside. A lot of upside. See the first play here? Just one of those, he's active, fast movers. On the jet sweeper, there's nothing more he can do. He makes a great play. I don't know if anybody's seeing this on the, he's playing right defensive end here. Goes underneath the, the tackle. Probably got held. Almost made that play. You like the effort. Same thing. I love the, I mean, look at the, look at the general chase the ball here. The enthusiasm. Now he's over on the right. Now, this angle for him, this is the thing that you don't want to do with, with first-round picks, okay, or guys with a serious amount of talent. This guy's got a serious amount of talent. Don't make him something or somebody that he's not. And in college, this kid has really good with his hands, just winning with his hands. I'm not saying he's good like with moves and stuff, but he can win with inside hands, so – I, the first play that he was in, I think he bull rushed the hell out of the, the left tackle. Um, I don't think I have it up here. I obviously don't have it up. He's, he's going to be a power player. Make him a power player by, by creating great angles and forcing the issue before this, the tackle is ready for contact. Okay? On this play right here, I think he's just going inside, so you're just seeing some athleticism. Yeah, they run a little TE. Okay, good deal. I think both guys do a nice job there, flushing the pocket. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. If I'm this guy's coach, and I'm not, if I was, I would say, I don't ever want to see you lined up on the red arrow again because you are not fast enough to beat guys around the corner. I want to see you lined up like the green arrow because you are fast enough to make that right tackle's life a living hell if you hit him as he's trying to figure out on his third kick whether he's going to open up, whether he's going to stop moving because you've taken a more severe angle right at his outside shoulder. 
Okay, so you can do that from two yards out to five yards out. It doesn't matter. You line up anywhere. You're creating that junction at a very specific spot. Imagine if he could go right to the quarterback right now. That's the angle you want to take. If you can do that, you either get the tackle's feet to stop moving, you get him to turn his shoulders too easily, and it opens up a whole can of worms for a guy who's going to be a power player who's good with his hands and has leverage, strong, athletic, the whole thing. If you just go upfield like this, like – this whole chop rip thing, like, yeah, but the problem is you're too high. Like you're never going to make a play there. It doesn't, it, it's very deliberate. Like that's, you're not, that's not Von Miller dipping his shoulder and getting around the corner, right? That's not going to be his thing. It's got to be power moves. Don't ever waste a rep on this field trying to be, um, not fluid, but, uh, not a, what are we, trying to not be powerful, right? Trying to be smooth or like doing something real shifty. Dude, be who you are. You're a strong, powerful player who's good with inside hands. Use it. I mean, look at this kid. A little bit unaware, right? I mean, but you just see this, like, this poor guard. You look at this play, and uh, Van Ness is coming down. For the he's supposed to get kicked out, and he's like, he didn't even care. I mean, this guard just hits the deck. Now, talk about on the secondary. What do we got to? What do we really got to talk about? We can't be missing this thirty-four. I think that's Simone Biles' husband. That's what I'm going to call him until he wins an Olympic medal. But uh, man, we got to make this tackle. He missed a tackle earlier in the game uh, on a on a stick route that turned into a, a twenty-yard gain as well. Got to make some tackles here. If that's him, yep. Okay, same thing here, looking at Van Ness. And again, this is the time of the seat of the year that you're just – we're kind of looking at this like, is he going to be good this year, next year? I mean, the kid's going to be good, right? If, you, if, you, he's, if you're from Iowa and you play uh, offense or defensive line, you're going to be good. That's just how it is. He's going to be good, okay? We don't need to, like, debate how good he's going to be, but he's going to be good. He, he went to Iowa and he, play, he plays linebacker or offensive defensive line. You're going to be a good player. It's just how it works. But you're taking too much time to get where you're at. You see, you, if everybody sees this, it's from the get off, the false step on the get off to the, to the, I don't know if this is a wiggle or what we're doing. Just go, man. Just don't be anything but the guy who's going right to that spot. And when I get to that spot, I'm going to work a power. And depending on what that guy does, I'm going to work off something that if you do that every play, you're not going to get the quarterback sacked all these times, but you're going to beat that tackle a lot. Love the effort on the ball. Same thing here, different angle. See, there's like a little shoulder wiggle. It's like, what are you, who are you wiggling for, man? Just go. That's the thing that, uh, from a development standpoint, when you see guys who are just really dialed in, like he's shaking a guy right here who's not even in a position to be, to care. Like he's not, he's not going down the middle on him or anything. You get going down the middle, you start shaking. The guy starts going, oh, what am I going to do? But if the guy's kicking back and you're like shaking on air, you're just wasting time. We got to make make yourself as efficient as possible. Forget all the moves. Forget all the spins and all the blah, blah, blah. Make yourself as efficient as possible. How fast can I get to this spot under control before that guy does? 
I'll win most of my reps if I do that because he's a good athlete. So that's what I would do. Now, that's our trench warfare portion of the uh, of the program. I did have some other ideas. Uh, the only other thing I really I, I want to say is there's a lot of stuff going on around the league, and, and we can talk about that. But I, I'm this is a Packers show today, and you have to say that after watching that game, if you're going to take anything away from it, you got to be excited that they started in 21 personnel with those two rookie tight ends. They did a lot of under center stuff with Jordan Love because the under center stuff, for the reasons we discuss, is, is going to be super, super helpful. We got to see what that defense looks like healthy. All guns are firing. Everybody's trying to make tackles in the alley. We got all the good, we got Jair's out there. Kenny's out there. When Sean gets healthy, he's out. There. We, we got to see what that looks like. That's got to be special for us. This is ha- this looks like one of those teams where you need to go into the season and saying, if we drop 19 points, we should win 12 or 13 games. If we can average 19, that 19 points is not a lot. If we average 19 points a game, we should win 12 or 13 games. That's the te- that to me, that's the kind of team this looks like. Just given what you have, because you're going to rely on the running game. You're going to rely on play action. Christian Watson, every once in a while, is going to give you something because he's so fast and explosive. But when you have tight ends, you're playing a field position game a little bit more than, I mean, maybe Luke Musgrave's running a 4 3 and it doesn't matter. I don't know. But usually you're not seeing as good as Rob Gronkowski was. You're not seeing him running for 85 yard touchdowns. So you just look at how you're built. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Offensive line is, is is going to be, I think, better than last year. Jordan loves a first-year quarter. 19, 20 points, man. That's going to give you 12 or 13 wins if this defense can come to play. It'll be interesting to see. I'm excited for Patriots week uh, as far – I think they have joint practices and then obviously the game at the end of the week, so we'll, we'll kind of keep tabs on that. A lot of stuff going on. We could talk about Jonathan Taylor. He might be coming back to the Colts. There's a lot of stuff going on in the league and, and whatnot, but – I'm excited about I, – I, I got a lot out of this game. I thought – I think maybe more than I thought I would uh, as far as as excited ex- – start, I saw what I wanted to see. So you, you kind of hope for stuff. When it happens, you're happy. That's exactly what happened. You can check me out, MikeWall68, on uh, Twitter, Process to Perform on Instagram. Guys, uh, if you like this show, if you like the, the videos – Hit the subscribe button, rate and review us. Uh, we're going to come out with more. I'm going to have a block party show going during the regular season, so we're going to really, I'm going to we're going to watch a lot of tape. If you get on this channel, if you get on the Prostitute Forum channel on YouTube this year, we're going to watch a lot of tape. You want to learn about football? You want to learn about different things? Hit me up, DM me, tell me what you're interested in. Tell me if you got a team or player you want to check out. We will check it out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, rate me. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.